0: Welcome to Matter of Mindset, a podcast to help you create a happier, healthier mind so you can feel calmer, more confident, and braver about who you are and what you choose to do. My name's Emily Brennan, the founder of Matter of Mind Coaching, and it's my job to help my clients do just that, to be proud of who they are, to be proud of how they show up in the world. I support and empower my clients to make positive changes in their life. Like other episodes of Matter of Mindset, I'm here to help you shift your mind. I'm here to help you grow your awareness to how you think and what you believe. And today's episode is extra special. It is all about pride because this month is pride month. And as I mentioned, I help people, my clients, people that I work with to show up as themselves, their truest selves, as hard as that can be. I help people to do that in my job and in my life. And I've helped myself to do that too. So today I wanted to record a special episode all about pride. I wanted to use my podcast platform to talk about what pride is, what it means to me as a queer person And how pride can be something we all engage with and we all talk about. And on top of that, I wanted to share with you what we can all be doing to be more proactive when it comes to supporting ourselves and others to feel proud. Whoever we are, however we identify. This is also a chance for me to share parts of my story with you in the hope that it will help you have more pride in yourself and how you identify. Or maybe my story will help you to gain a different perspective, maybe about somebody you know, someone you love, someone you work with, whoever. I'll share guidance as well with you on how you can maybe feel a little bit more proud of yourself and what we can all be doing to show up this pride this month you know, this whole year, never mind just a month. Everything I say will help you shift your mindset. It will help you gain perspective and grow your awareness. And maybe you'll learn something or maybe you'll be nodding your head as you listen to this episode. Of course, this topic is very close to my heart as a queer person. And I wanted to mix things up a little bit this time round and go down that topic of talking about pride. Before I dive in, it's really important to say that all ears are welcome here. If you think, oh wait, I'm not part of this community, I want you to take a moment to remember that you are part of the human race, right? And if you're listening to this, I'm sure you're a compassionate person who wants every person to feel valued for who they are. That's what I hope you are. That's who I hope I'm connecting with you know, whether or not you identify in the LGBTQ plus community is absolutely okay. All humans are welcome here. Having pride for me is something every human being deserves to feel. Having pride is something we can all embody. Because having pride is that knowing that who you are is of worth. Pride is showing up in the world as you are. And that can be very scary and that can be such a hard thing to do. So pride as well as that is just showing up in your world as you are to reframe that, to relieve that pressure. So before we move into talking more about pride as something we can all embody, and before I share parts of my coming out story with you, it's important to share what pride means to the LGBTQ plus community. And a little bit about the history. And you might know this, but I will go through it anyway. So Pride Month is all about celebrating those communities, the LGBTQ plus community, all around the world. And it's also about continuing to protest or starting to protest. It's also about standing up to unjust governments, to laws, to legislations, and to those who attack people who identify within those communities. For some, pride is a celebration, and for others, it can be a really difficult time, because there's still so much to do and be done to fight against laws and legislation and governments, like I say, that keep that community, the LGBTQ plus community, from having equal rights with everybody else. Of course, there are other marginalized groups, but today that's what we are talking about. So there's so much to do. Pride is a celebration, but it's also a protest, and that is super important to remember. There are so many people who can't live freely as who they are, as a trans person, gay person, queer person, however they identify. There are still so many places in the world as well where it's illegal to identify in that community. And if you speak out, And claim that identity you could lose your life and it's sad to talk about this stuff and to share it with you but it's really important that while we pause to celebrate this month that we also realize there are still things to fight against so we can all try to create that fairer world and later on i'll be encouraging you to be more proactive in your part of pride So for those of you who don't know, Pride, as I said, was originally a protest. And the reason Pride Month falls in June is because the Stonewall riots happened in June in 1969 in New York City. I encourage you to go and learn more about that. But a quick recap was that on June the 28th, 1969, in the early hours of the morning, police raided the Stonewall Inn in New York. They arrested, harassed and insulted about 200 queer folk. It was this act of violation and violence that led to riots erupting and sparked the LGBTQ rights movement and has continued up to this day. And there are many iconic people that you must go and read about that started that movement and fought for their rights and the rights of me and the rights of other queer people all the way back then I say all the way back then 1969 it was not that long ago and this is why many people continue to see pride as a protest because it originally was and as I've said there were queer folk there who risked their safety risked their freedom for the queer community and there still are people doing that from that from this community who don't have the legal rights or the societal acceptance to be who they are, but they are still putting themselves out there, still putting themselves at risk to just fight to be accepted and be not only accepted, but just be treated equally and fairly. And as a side note, I encourage you to engage in queer stories this month. I encourage you to educate yourself on the issues of of today and of the past and get proactive as well about campaigns, sign petitions, particularly in supporting trans rights, actively make your workplace more inclusive as well. Even if that is not your job, can you be doing something to make it more inclusive, but actively do that? And also, can you support queer businesses and, and business folk? Can you find people who run Businesses who are queer, who are from the LGBTQ plus community, follow queer voices online and continue to do so beyond this month. It's really important that we di- we all diversify our, you know, consumption, and that we all make an effort to stop and learn and unlearn things. I'm not preaching, I need to do all this as well. I have started to do all this so much more in the last five years of my sort of working life and personal life. But, you know, it's really in this this year, this last year and a half with, with everything that's been going on in the world that I've stopped and thought, do I know enough? And do I, am I active enough? Am I proactive enough? And even if the answer is no to those questions you know, don't sit and feel too guilty, do something about it instead. So that was a little side note, I really hope that you go and engage and you are proactive this month and beyond because, you know, queer people are so wonderful and I hope you can support the LGBTQ plus community. So that was a little bit of the history of Pride in about one minute. Please do not take that as the, the history book, of course. So what I now want to do is share my story of coming out with you because this is my podcast, this is my voice and I believe that stories help us all, whoever we are, whoever is sharing them or listening to them. I just think that stories help us to see ourselves and help us to understand ourselves a little bit more. So I hope it might help you or someone that you know And it helps me as well to share this and to share my truth, as cheesy as that sounds. And I'll be using that expression, sharing your truth throughout the rest of this episode. But it really does. It really does help me because it's quite hard to sit down and write down this story and write down what I felt and what I went through and then to sit and record it. But I know it's really important to share And it's something I've shared with my friends and my clients openly and confidently and courageously. And I want that to rub off on whoever is listening. And I hope it does help. Now, I know for many people, being out and proud is really hard, especially this year where Many queer folk have spent time away from safe queer spaces or people or their chosen families because of lockdown after lockdown. And I just want to say up top that this is just my story. I have been quite lucky that my experience of coming out hasn't been too traumatic. And whilst it hasn't been too traumatic, of course, there have been mental battles, mental struggles that I have had. And also, you know, actual relationship struggles with family, with friends and with society. But thankfully, I'm grateful for my own privilege. And I'm really grateful that I now get to live openly as a queer person. It doesn't mean that I don't feel scared. It doesn't mean that I don't feel fear as a queer person living in this world. But I just wanted to make sure that I said that at the start, that I am aware of my own privilege. So I came out properly to my mum and my family when I was in my early 20s and the conversation that stands out in my mind is the one I had with my mum. At the time I'd just met someone at university who I'd fallen in love with and they were out and proud and they were just this amazing person to be around and It was just such a sign for me to really embrace who I was fully. And the time that I spent with them and our friends just felt so accepting. It felt so fun, wonderful and open. It was a space in a relationship where I was starting to feel like more of myself. I too wanted to be out and proud fully. I wanted to be accepted by my family, my friends. I wanted to also fully accept myself and this relationship by speaking my truth. And up to that point at university, I had tried to, you know, not engage with this, this full side of myself, this full out and proud part of who I was. I tried to avoid it and dampen it down. Until I met this person, this was the catalyst to really go, wow, okay, yes, this is who I am. I feel like I am wanting to be out and proud. And one weekend when we'd been together for a while, I scheduled to go home to have certain conversations, which is quite an absurd thing to even speak out loud now, having to go home to explain myself for just being myself. And while I was confident and while I was as ready as I could be to go and have these conversations, I was still scared and I was still fearful. But off I went. And it did feel scary to think I was going to have these conversations and potentially be rejected um, on the other side, to play in your mind the words that you're going to utter. I am gay, you know, to someone who I'd always wanted to be proud of me, someone I'd always wanted to just love and accept me for who I am, whatever that might be. And at the time, I was very sure of who I was. I didn't feel ashamed for the majority of the time, but I did feel scared for the reaction I knew I'd likely receive. I'd always felt different growing up. I'd never really identified with the binary of male or female without realising at the time, without being able to have those words to even express how I was feeling. I was just me, being me. I was just spending time doing what I wanted to do, feeling attracted to who I felt naturally attracted to. And looking back, I know I was attracted to, to girls from a very early age in primary school. And I probably just thought, well, that's just that. That was, that was fine for me. That's what was happening. That was my lived experience. But when I was a teenager, and probably a little bit before then, the shame of being a queer person grew. And back then, I wasn't really identifying as a queer person because there wasn't really an outward option to be take up that space, to identify in that way. The word queer back then wasn't even used as a, as a word to claim, to celebrate, to identify as, as much as it is now. I was bullied for maybe, you know, being gay. I was bullied for people thinking I was um, a boy. Uh, I was bullied for, you know, people thinking I was weird, I was different. And while I was trying to figure all this stuff out, I was getting judged for just being myself and just presenting as I was. And like I said, back then, even in the early noughties, you know, there wasn't much of this talk at all. And being, you know, a normal, in quotation marks, good girl was who I was expected to be from society. Not necessarily a pressure all the time from my family, consciously, But that was the, that was the quote, quote, norm. You know, you saw girls in skirts and dresses and you did what you could to get the boys' attention in school. I didn't have, you know, queer positivity across my Instagram or queer LGBTQ plus magazines or media to consume. I didn't have any gay friends who were openly that way inclined and there were no real role models in my immediate world to look up to there was no one to just glance across the room there was no one to just look up to and go okay they're living in their truth that's great and they're okay with that so I'm okay with how I feel and when people came out back then it was more of a scandal it was something to judge. It was something to have headline news about and talk about and ridicule rather than a celebration. There wasn't an attraction to feel the way that I felt. There were even teachers in school that you, you knew were gay, but they weren't allowed to even express that. I learned back then from society and from certain people that being gay wasn't normal, that being queer wasn't okay, and that life is about being normal, again, putting that normal in quotation marks, sustaining the status quo and just fitting in. I tried to go against who I I truly was, I tried to like boys, I tried to fit in, I tried to be conforming to what society was telling me I needed to be or how I needed to behave, But I also, deep down, knew that wasn't me. I had connections with different people. I felt a different way. I was a different way. And I really wanted to embrace that because that was just my natural truth. That was just who I was. But when I finally got to uni and I finally was able to leave high school, and high school for me wasn't all bad, but this this part of it was, When I was finally able to go to university, I realized, oh wow, (laughs) this is me and I'm able to be myself. Here's my chance to try to be fully me and share that with someone who was also trying to be fully themselves as well. It took a bit of time to get there. University was still quite a, you know, mostly straight presenting people. There weren't many outwardly queer people when I first went to university there wasn't an obvious kind of people but when I met this person I was like yes brilliant we're both trying to be and figure out who we are this feels really good and not everyone does want to share something with their family but I felt compelled to do that because for me I wanted to take that risk I didn't want my shame of who I was and how I felt and how I still feel to grow and grow. I didn't want to be ashamed of of who I was. And I think there's always been a bit of a belligerence in me, a bit of a fire in me to speak up and speak back. And some some kids get told to not speak back and not speak up when actually for me, With this, even though back then, you know, uni times, you're not a kid anymore. This was my chat. That was my fire, you know, to be that belligerent side of myself, to speak my truth. And I didn't want to feel that shame about something that is fundamentally okay to be. Of course, I was scared, like I keep saying. I was scared of rejection. I was scared of maybe losing a really important relationship in my life. And I was, yeah, I was fearful of, of what could happen and what the consequences were. And I, like many queer people that come out, had to think what will happen if there's a rejection here to the point where, you know, I don't want to speak to you ever again, that kind of level, like, what will I do? And I had to think about that before this conversation, like so many other people do and much worse than me. So when I uttered the words, I am gay, to my mum, and when I told my mum, I have a girlfriend, my mum reacted irrationally at first. She got really, really upset, asking me if it was a phase, asking me who this person was, what they looked like, what this now meant for me, how my life would turn out. um, And, you know, all these questions flying at me as this was being told. And that was that was to be expected. I now don't hold judgment to my mum's reaction for that. I know my mum very well. I know this reaction was out of love for me and out of fear for me to protect me. But at the time, of course, you know, I was upset by this reaction. I was trying to. I was being vulnerable. I was opening myself up. I was saying, "This is me." You've we've always known this is me. I haven't changed. I'm just now speaking my truth. I'm just now sharing that with you. I'm just wanting you to be a part of that conversation, be a part of my life, be a part of my truth. And I remained calm for most of the conversation. I was sure of myself in that conversation and on that day. And I I had this knowing I knew having these conversations was important to me. I knew they were going to be hard. I knew there was going to be a reaction. And I knew I was going to have to deal with a lot of questions, a lot of tears. But I hoped, of course, that I'd be accepted. But a part of me knew that I might not be. But I needed to speak this out loud anyway. And now even recording this and thinking, wow, like you know, quite young still, early, early 20s, being this vulnerable, being this open, being this honest about just who I was and kind of preempting that reaction as a negative one. And this is where the issue stands. And I'll finish the story in a minute. But this is a cultural issue for kids or adults or whoever you are, whatever stage, whatever age, to have to come out, to have to you know, think the worst, which is based on, you know, evidence of of reactions being bad, of young LGBTQ plus people being homeless as a result after they come out to their parents and their families. It's not okay. And I think that the more coming out stories that we hear, the better. But it is my hope that in the future, they are ones of of celebration, or you know there isn't a fear, there isn't an upset, there isn't a oh, you know, sorry dot dot dot. And I didn't apologize for who I was on that day. My mum went on a roller coaster ride that afternoon, asking more questions, taking time apart from talking to me. We both did cry, we probably shouted, we also lightly avoided the topic, and eventually, She came back to me. She came back to me to tell me she knew that if she didn't accept me as I was and for who I was, she'd lose me. And she didn't want that. She had clearly paused and thought about it and gone deep within and thought, this is Emily. This is who she is. It's who she's always been. And I think that day she'd spoken to trusted friends too and maybe even Googled, what do I do if my child tells me they're gay? And whatever came up calmed her down. And I'm not suggesting that any parents listening Google that question. (laughs) But it helped her to realise I hadn't changed as a person whatsoever. It helped her to also realise the consequences of not accepting this. There were still plenty of questions after. There were still plenty of unsaid thoughts from both sides. And I now know that this reaction was out of fear for my safety. It was out of fear for my future. For me being accepted in the world for who I was and who I am. didn't make it any easier. And for a while it was still awkward. And I still heard, you know, how do you know it's not a phase in my head? I still heard, are you sure, in a desperate sort of voice. But deep down, especially in the last few years, I know that this all came from a place of love. But I kept being who I was for those years afterwards. I kept loving who I wanted and showing up as me. Of course, there were many times where I still struggled with my self-esteem. I still had those niggling voices that questioned me sometimes and questioned how I felt. Never questioned my identity as a queer person, but certainly niggled at me about this being different, this being scary, this being fearful, when none of that was true. And the more and more I did... I showed my mum in particular and I showed people that being who I am was not harming anybody. And action can speak so much louder than words sometimes. I think that if you have someone in your life that you feel may judge, judge you for who you are, but you want to be living how you want to be living, as hard as it is, from my own personal experience... Acting how you want to live, if it's with, you know, kindness, compassion, truth, honesty and love, then action and doing it anyway is very important. Because if you show up on a daily basis for yourself, you will show people who you are and how you live and they'll have to accept it. And now my mum sees and loves me for all of me and she always has. But now I've spoken my truth to her. She now embraces it. She accepts it. And when she doesn't understand something about who I am or the queer community, we have a conversation about it. And we might butt heads, but all all humans butt heads. And I know I've helped her with that by showing her that life is for living your truth, whoever you are. And she now is somebody who really believes that people should just show up as who they are, however they feel, however they identify. My mum's love overrid her concerns, her fears. And while she may have been upset and taken a while to process and fully accept what I was saying, I knew deep down that I was going to be safe. And I knew deep down that I was going to be safe even if there was a rejection at the end of that conversation but not everyone is safe and that's why pride is still so important and talking about these things is still so important as well if someone comes out to you or you're a parent and your child comes out to you please say i love you as you are not i love you no matter what not i love you despite this not i love you regardless of this And try not to bring fear, anger, hatred into your body, into your face. How you show up in that moment can be life changing for some people. Please show up with love, patience, and a readiness to listen and understand. Your children, your friends, your family are beautiful. Please let them speak their truth and show up. This can be hard. Of course it can. Things challenge our beliefs. Things challenge how we have lived. Things challenge what we believe is is fact and what we believe is the truth. But we need to be challenged. And we need to show up with love for everybody. You can't be expected, of course, to understand or know what to say. But make sure that the space feels safe for that person because it's taken them a lot of courage to be in that space and maybe for them speaking their truth can help you to pause and ask am I speaking and living my truth or am I comparing my life to how I've been told I need to live it how I need to be and this can be quite sad for some people where many queer people come out and they celebrate who they are, celebrate their truth, many others can become resentful of that because they haven't been living their truth, whoever they are, however they identify. So, I really do hope that we can end up living in a world where no one has to come out, where young people no longer have to build up that courage to speak to their families or their friends about who they are or where young people don't have to just leave because some young people don't even get the chance to have this conversation. But of course, this will continue to happen and you may not know how to react or what to do. And if you're a young person listening to this, there are places as well that you can find support, you can find help. And that's one beauty of the internet that we now have access to more resources. A few that I will also list in the show notes that I'd encourage everybody to check out, whether you're an adult or a young person, whoever you are, check out Just Like Us. They're a really great LGBTQ plus youth charity based in London. They also have a great podcast that is led by LGBTQ plus queer youth as well. Also make sure you are looking on the Proud Trust, especially if you're in education or you work with young people. They are a Manchester-based charity that work with queer young people and they educate people who work often with young folk and they educate people in workplaces about sexuality and identity and they're definitely worth checking out. I've learned many a thing from attending their workshops, even as a queer person as well. Also worth looking at the AKT, which is formerly the Albert Kennedy Trust, an amazing charity helping homeless LGBTQ plus young people, helping them to have homes, helping them to feel accepted, helping them to have new families. And there are loads more that I will pop into the show notes as well and just diversify, as I said, the media content you are consuming. Of course, those charities in particular can help you to get a better understanding of LGBTQ communities. But also, as I said, if you are somebody who is struggling with their identity, those charities will also help you. As I said, I'll drop this information into the show notes just a really important thing I wanted to make sure I shared in today's episode. So now you've heard a bit about my story and a bit about pride and how you can show up a little bit more for people and where you can maybe go to support yourself and others I want to encourage you to think how you can have more pride in your own life Because pride is a feeling we are all entitled to. And like I said earlier, pride is about being who you are. It's about recognizing and knowing your worth in the world. It's about accepting and liking who you are and how you show up as that person, as that energy. And this can change, by the way. It's absolutely okay. But this, to me, is what pride is all about. And this can be very hard for some people because not everybody does feel proud. And if you need to hear it, I am proud of you. I am proud of you for being here, just listening to this, investing time in yourself, wanting to engage in this. So if somebody needs to hear that today, I am proud of you. I'm not here to give you the answers because all this stuff is different for everybody. But I am here to make some suggestions that could help. So are you able to take some time to think about what things you're most proud of in your life? Has what I've said so far made you think, wow, there are a lot of things I can be more grateful for? Or has it made you think, I would like to feel this pride. I would like to feel what Emily is talking about. Try to focus as well on what qualities you are proud of possessing. Because I know there'll be qualities that are wonderful within you. So try to focus on what qualities you are proud of possessing. Is it your resilience? Is it your bravery? Is it your strength? Is it your vulnerability? Is it your kindness? Is it your work ethic? What are you proud of? Try to think as well about moments in your life that made you feel proud of yourself? When did you feel most proud of yourself? Often we feel proud when we achieve things, but are there moments where you believed in yourself? You know, you felt fear, but you dug deep and you found the courage and you stepped into yourself. You stepped into your truth anyway. And stepping into your pride and doing this you don't need to identify within the LGBTQ plus community. So just sit with these questions and think, how can I really tune into my pride? And can you take some time each day to even tell yourself or reflect on what you're proud of? Even if it's what you're proud of doing that day, what you're proud of feeling that day, you know, maybe in a journal I often do this, I write down really positive self-talk at the end of the day, telling myself, I'm proud of you, or be proud of yourself today. As I said, this is something I've done more this year. You know, when putting myself out there in the world can be hard, can be challenging. So I say to myself, be proud of yourself today. If you find this difficult, can you ask other people that you trust and that you know what makes them proud of you? And can you do this for other people too? Can you tell people that you love, that you care about, that you, that you like, you know, what you are proud of them for? Because telling someone else, I am proud of you, will have such an impact on that person. I tell my friends and my family and my clients how proud I am of them, not just because, because I know how hard they're trying, how much they're showing up in the world as themselves and how they're dealing with struggles and also how they're just navigating through the good things in life too and just being themselves and when they can't be themselves, you know, still be proud of them for showing up each day as best as they can. So can you do that for somebody else? Again, focus on the qualities of that person, how they show up in the world. Try to focus less on external gains and achievements. Focus more on the way they handle challenges. For those of you who might feel there's a niggle inside of you and you want to feel prouder, can you do things that will help you live closer to that truth? Can you do things that scare you a little bit? but you know that will help you evolve, help you to grow, help you to feel proud? And can you help someone else to become proud of themselves? Helping someone feel seen, feel valued, feel loved is the greatest gift you could give. There are people out there who will love and accept you who for whoever you are, however you show up, and I really hope you know that. It can be hard to feel proud of yourself, to be yourself, and to show up as yourself. But treat yourself with kindness through all of this. However you identify. And if you're not comfortable about any of this yet. If you're not comfortable to step into your truth or step into your, you know, your pride. Then that is okay. If you're recognizing f- feelings of, of low self-worth and low self-esteem. Then there are people out there as well that you can talk to whether that's a therapist, counsellor, coach, all those charities I've mentioned. And I know that you are amazing just as you are, but I want you to start to believe that as well. But I want you to also remember, you don't need to rush figuring anything out about your identity or who you are. You can take your time, you can explore. You don't need to do anything until you're ready, until you know it's right for you. And if you think that, you have someone in your life who might be working out how they identify, give them time, give them space, be patient. Avoid asking them prying questions or saying subtle comments about who you think they are or how you think they're showing up or identifying. Even if you think it to be true, even if you think it is out of love, remember that person might not want you to tell them how they may be feeling. So for those listening, just remember that. It's very important. Just to remember, "Mm, how would they feel if I go praying? Just be there, just show up, be a presence, be loving. That's all you need to do when people are just exploring who they are. And for those listening as well who might feel pressure to come out because it's pride, you don't need to come out just because it's pride month. Unless you really want to. You don't need to be out either to celebrate pride. You can still celebrate pride in private if you can't celebrate it in public. As I said, the reality of this is that many people can't celebrate this publicly. Because of where they live or their families. But remember, you can celebrate pride in however way you want to because you deserve to celebrate your identity and your sexuality. Now, I decided to come out in my early 20s because I knew deep down, like I've said a few times, that I'd be okay, I'd figure it out, I'd have somewhere to live, somewhere to sleep. Not everyone gets that privilege. Not everyone feels ready either, and that is okay. So if you're listening to this thinking, I could I could, I could, could do with some help, I could do with having a chat, then please get in touch. I do work with all people and I'm here for a chat if you want to. And I refer people on to other people too. So do reach out. The best way to get me is on Instagram, at Matter of Mind Coaching, or you can drop me an email. So I'll pop that in the show notes as well. So for this month, whatever you think about Pride, whether you think it's a celebration or a protest, Remember, too, that pride can be a quality that we want all people to embody because everyone deserves to feel proud. Let's help each other to feel safe as well, to feel proud. And we need to continue shifting things. So go beyond just sharing that rainbow flag this month. Go beyond just liking those pride photos on your social media. Actually, the best way you can help people in the LGBTQ plus community this month is pay queer folk for their services support them help them to be recognized financially as well in society as well as literally make sure as well like I said your workplace is actively inclusive not just for this month because it's pride make sure you are doing what you can to know about how politics impact queer people And help yourself and others to feel proud of who you are, however you identify. And treat everybody with respect and love and compassion. At the end of the day, we're all human. We're just not living in that utopia yet. So this week's episode was a little different. But I know for sure what I've said will improve your mindset. It's going to help you to think differently. I hope it shifted your perspective too. And I hope it's helped some of you to think about changes you might want to make in your life to how you think, how you live, how you show up for yourself and other people. Because that's what I'm here to help you do in this podcast, in the work I do. It helps you grow, help you learn, help you become a better human. So I hope this podcast has helped you in some way. I hope it's helped you as well to think about pride differently and why it's important. And I hope that you've enjoyed me sharing a bit more of me. You're getting to see and hear that side of of me too and hear parts of my story. You know, as a person, I'm continually exploring who I am and how I show up. I'm proud of who I am and where I'm at, but it doesn't mean I feel 100% every single day. So I want to leave you with this thought. I want to remind you that, you know, we aren't fixed, we're fluid. And that's the beauty of being human. We're constantly figuring out who we are and we're constantly becoming. And remember, there's no measurement of how queer somebody is. So if you identify as queer, then you're queer. If you aren't quite sure, then that's absolutely okay too. While labels and boxes are really important and empowering... What's also really important is acceptance of that fluidity, acceptance of change, acceptance to keep unlearning and relearning so we can all just show up in the truest way for ourselves and each other. So meet yourself where you're at. That goes for everybody. Be kind to yourself. Have pride in yourself and try and show that pride to others when you're ready. If you've enjoyed this episode please rate, review, subscribe, I'd love that and do say hi as I've said on Instagram. If you've enjoyed this type of podcast compared to the others in the series do let me know too because I want to be making content that speaks to you. Of course today's episode has probably spoken to that LGBTQ plus community but I hope it has spoken to all of you whoever you are and however you decide to show up in the world. I wish you a happy Pride Month because there is so much to be proud of. So until next time, lots of love and take care.